so you might notice that things are looking a little bit different. The flow of things is a little bit different uh, tonight, right? And uh, well, welcome to 2020 because things are changing uh, a little bit. We're going to do things a little differently, just the way that we do them. Um, we're going to be challenging you guys differently. Obviously, you're sitting in rows of chairs instead of at tables, and uh, that's that's just the tip of the iceberg to all the changes we're making. Um, so don't worry. If you're in a small group that meets at a table, after the message, you guys are going to go to your tables. Don't worry about it, all right? But I'm excited to be here with you guys tonight. Um, can, uh, can the message get put up? There we go. We're, because it's 2020, I wanted to start out the year by talking about vision. I don't have a back screen, Nick. Um, so, uh, here's the deal, guys. Um, we have all been given a vision uh, for our lives. God has a vision for our lives. And I believe that God not only has a vision for each and every single one of you, but he has a vision for this church and for this ministry and for the junior high group here at North Point. And so tonight, what we're going to talk about is the vision that God has given us for 2020. And I get it. It's kind of cheesy, you know, vision, 2020 vision, you know, how many of you don't have 2020 vision? All right. Yeah, some of us. That's okay. That's okay. I have, I, mine's like 2010 or something like that. I've got eagle vision. I have eagle vision because I climbed to the top of a mountain. Those eggs are a lie, Stephen. A lie. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal, though, guys. I have been thinking for a while that uh, I want to challenge you guys in more ways and that God has more for this ministry and for you guys and for all of us together to accomplish. And so I've been praying, God, what is your vision for junior high ministry at North Point? And I believe that God has given us a vision, myself and our leaders. We've been praying through this and God has given us a vision for where we're going to go in 2020. Because I don't want you guys to just come here on Tuesday nights for an hour and a half and then leave and that's it. And you just leave your relationship with Jesus at the door, right? I want to challenge us to step into that relationship that God wants to have with us and to really own it and be a part of it and growing in it, right? So here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to dive right into it, all right? So you guys can fill this in because as we've been praying for God to give us a God-sized vision, a vision that only he can accomplish, right? These are things that we're not going to be able to do without God. But with God behind us, we're going to have faith that he's going to accomplish all these things. So the first thing that we have a vision for, write this in, is we have a vision to see 80 junior high students decide to follow Jesus this year. This year, I have a vision that we're going to see 80 junior high students make a first-time decision to say, Jesus, I want to be in relationship with you. I want to know you. I want to take the step out of the land of the dead, the sinner, and I want to step into eternal life with you. And we're going to challenge you guys to be a part of that. Now, that's a huge number. It's a huge number, 80. There's not even 80 junior hires in this room. We're talking about 80 first-time decisions over the course of the year. But here's the thing. I know that there are some of you in this room that are, have been on the fence, right? Maybe you've been thinking this for a while and you're like, oh, I don't know what I believe. I don't know what I feel. 
But I'm going to, tonight and for the rest of the year, we're going to be urging you guys to take that step. And not only take that step for yourself, but then we're asking you guys that have made that decision to bring your friends. Because once you know what it's like to be, be saved by Jesus, then you don't want to let your friends that don't know him go any longer without knowing him. We're going to challenge you guys to be bringing your friends. It's not, it's not an option anymore, right? Because we have a vision for 80 junior high students to come to know Jesus, right? So what that means is that you guys are going to have to start praying for your friends, inviting your friends. In fact, right now, next to that point, I want you guys to think, take 10 seconds and think about one friend that you know you need to pray for and invite them to church. I want you to write their name right next to that point right now. I guarantee you all can think of immediately one friend where you're just like, man, I know that they need to know Jesus. Right? Write their name right there because you're going to commit to praying for them. Sorry, something happened to my notes. Okay, the next thing is we also have a vision to see junior high students step up and step into their God-given gifts. Guys, like I said, God has a vision for your life, but not only does he have a vision for your life, but he's gifted you and given you the ability through him to accomplish that vision. And I want to see each and every one of you finding ways that you can serve God here at the church and in your community, at home. I know that God has gifted each and every one of you in a special way. Not one of you in this room was an accident. God knows every hair on every single one of your heads. He planned your entire life, and he gave you everything that you need. So we're going to call you guys to step up into those things. Maybe it's joining the worship team, and you've, you, you know, you, you're like a secret singer, and you sing at home when no one's listening, and you're really good, but like you're just too scared. You've thought about it, and you're like, I kind of want to do worship team, but you're just too scared to get up on the stage. I'm going to challenge you to step up into that. Step up into the giftings that God has given you. Maybe you're really good at inviting friends. So you're going to just, you're going to be like the evangelist on your campus and you're going around to everybody at lunch. You're going to, people are going to start thinking you're weird. You're going to be like Rio Vista Billy Graham, right? You're going to be like, Hey, I need you. I don't know your name, but you're in my PE class. So I need you to come to my church. All right. Hey, I don't know you, but never mind. I don't know you, right? You're going to come to my church, right? Maybe that's what you're really good at. You're really outgoing. You can make friends. God has gifted you with the ability to talk to people and put a smile on people's faces. And you're going to use that ability for him to be glorified. Maybe you're just a warm, welcoming presence. And so when those new students are showing up on Tuesday night, you're there at the door to greet them. You notice somebody sitting by their self at a table. And you, you realize, you know what? That's not right. They shouldn't be sitting by themselves. And I know that God has given me the ability to go up and talk to them. We're going to challenge each and every student here to step up and step into their God-given gifts. Oh, there's another way you can be, you can step into your God-given gifts. I almost, almost forgot. There's actually two um, that I want to highlight. Uh, you, if you've made a decision to follow Jesus, we want to film your My Story video. If you follow our YouTube account, 
uh, or you've been on there, you might have seen these. But these are basically testimony videos, right? Where you just, in a few minutes, will film it. You'll tell the story of how you came to know Jesus or why you made a decision to follow Jesus or, or something in your life that Jesus, you were struggling with and Jesus changed that thing. Some way that you've experienced Jesus in your life. In fact, just like a week ago, Josiah, one of our leaders, posted his, and so it's up on our YouTube. You, you can check it out. But maybe that's a great way for you guys to, to share what you believe about Jesus. How many of you guys did Kids Core? Okay. Keep your hands up. How many of you that did Kids Core, how many of you gave your heart story? Quite a few of you guys. All right. So a My Story video is just your heart story, and we're going to film it, right? Huh? I don't have your heart story. No, but you do. <laughs> it's in your heart. Yeah. All right. So maybe tonight you write on your connection card like, hey, that was a great idea. I didn't even think about that. I want to share my story. And then when it gets posted, you know, I'll take it. We'll edit it. We'll put it up on YouTube. And then you get to go to school and you get to tell that friend that you've been praying for, that you know you need to invite to church. And you go, hey, can I show you something real quick? Check out my story. Oh, look, I have two notifications. <laughs> And in three minutes, you've shown them how Jesus has changed your life. And then you get to say, I want that to be your story too. Ooh, that was good. Anybody else get the chills? Just me? All right. Another way that you can step up and step into your God-given gifts is by taking part in You Own the Night. How many of you guys have signed up to help with You Own the Night already? All right. We need more of you, especially you boys. Okay. We had a meeting tonight at five o'clock. Most of you weren't there, right? But we need to start planning You Own the Night. You Own the Night is a series that we're going to do in March that is going to be completely student-led. That whole band that you saw up here, all junior high students. That whole booth that you see back there, all junior high students. That whole guy that walks around up here, all junior high students, all right? On top of... Writing the message, setting up the room. You don't have to do the chairs. We'll get my dad to do that. But putting out the pens and the connection cards and inviting your friends, going to school and saying, hey, I want to tell you about something really cool. I'm teaching in a week at my church, and I want you to come see it. Or I'm singing in a week at my church. I want you to, will you please come watch? Or hey, I helped plan this really fun game at my church. Will you come Will you come play the game with me? If you're interested in that, on your connection card, write on, I want to I help with you own the night. We need you guys. We can't do it without you. Because seriously, you own the night. All right? The next thing that we have a vision for, God has a vision for junior high students to grow in, matu in maturity as believers. To grow in maturity as believers. Now, I know we love goofing around, and I, I can be the goofiest guy in here most nights, right? But we also are here to grow in our relationship with God. Don't come here with a passive attitude. That means you just come here and sit and let church happen around you, right? We're not here to just fill a seat. We're not here as consumers or observers, but no, we're going to be people 
that grow, that take part in what's going on here, right? You take advantage of the fact that you're getting good lessons, sometimes by me, most of the time when Ashley or David teaches, right? You're you're having great small group time. You're growing, and then you're going home, and you're having a daily quiet time, or, or you're spending time in prayer. You're getting closer to Jesus because it's a relationship. Guys, just today, this morning, I was doing my quiet time, and I opened up my Bible, and I had this realization that I too often view the Bible as a history book and not a conversation. And I had to stop and pray and say, God, I'm sorry. Because sometimes I do my quiet, I open up my Bible and I'm like, oh, I just want to learn, you know? I want to learn what the Bible says. It's not about learning what the Bible says. It's not about regurgitating facts or being being able to say, like, so-and-so begat so-and-so and so-and-so begat so-and-so and begat. If you don't know what that means, ask your mom when she picks you up tonight, all right? Because your mom begat you. Um, right? Or it might be the, I don't know, whatever. Um, and I realized this is not just some facts that maybe we learn. This is a relationship. This is a conversation. This is God talking to me. Take advantage of the fact that if you have a Bible, you have the living, breathing word of God that he wants you to hear. And if you said, Jesus, I believe in you, if you've made that decision to be a follower of Christ, why aren't you listening to him? Why aren't you talking to him? Right? And if you don't have a Bible, I'll give you one tonight. Just come tell me. You don't have to pay for it. I'll give you a Bible. All right? Because I want every single one of you to have the word of God. I have a vision that for 2020, I'm going to see each and every one of you grow in your relationship and in maturity with Jesus. The world says that junior high students, man, they're knuckleheads. Can I be honest with you guys for a second? Can I be real? Don't be offended by this. But a lot of people, most people come up to me and they're like, I don't know how you do it. Junior high students. And I'm like, dude, you work with adults. I don't know how you do it. Like adults suck, right? Huh? They're lame, right? I agree, Zeke, because I love junior high students. I love you guys. And I know what you guys are capable of. The world says you guys are just knuckleheads that goof around and you're not capable of having mature, honest conversations with each other. But I know that you can do so much better than that. And I want to challenge you guys to prove the world wrong. And you're going to prove the world wrong by starting a revolution. Right? But what I mean by that is you're going to, right here, tonight, this group, and then the people that we bring into this group, this is going to be the start of a change where people start to look at junior high students and they're like, man, those kids, Sam Carlson, he's like, He's a good example of who Jesus is. I, you know what? There are many of you in this room that I could walk up to a 60-year-old and I'd be like, hey, you need to pay better attention to that kid because you need to be more like that kid. And I'm not kidding. There are people that come to church every single Sunday and sit there 
and just observe. And we're not going to do that. Because you guys are capable of more than that. And then the next thing that we have a vision for is we have a vision to see 100 junior high students get baptized this year. 100 junior high students be baptized this year. Can I, can I tell you guys something? At North Point, the church as a whole, this year, 2019, we had like 195 baptisms. That's great. I'm not putting that down at all. That's something to, to celebrate and to worship God over. Because that means 195 people stood in front of the church, their friends, and their family, and they said, I have made the decision to follow Christ. But you know what? I want to, at the end of this year, be able to go, hey, you know that in 2019, when we did 195 total baptisms, we did more than half of that just with junior high students. We're going to blow that number out of the water. And if you have made the decision to follow Christ, and you say, yeah, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. And three days later, he rose again. And because of that resurrection, death is defeated. And I don't have to have sin anymore. And I get to have eternal life. Guess what? Stand in a pool and say that. Because that's all baptism is. It's a symbol. It's a symbol of what we believe. It's just an outward expression of an inward decision. Right? Pastor Eddie, Colin's dad, when he used to teach, what's it called? First Steps? Yeah. This is the baptism class that the kids do. He used to talk about his wedding ring. I remember this. And he'd say, this is my wedding ring. The fact that I have this wedding ring does not make me married. Right? Anybody can put a ring on their wedding ring finger. It doesn't mean they're married. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, but seriously, you can put a ring on your finger. It doesn't mean you're married. My wedding ring does not mean I'm married, but it's a symbol of the fact that I'm married. You understand the difference? That's what baptism is. Baptism is just you saying, hey, this is a decision I've made, and I want you to know that I've made it. Right? So many of you in this room, you may have made that decision to be a follower of Christ, but you've not been baptized yet. And I want to challenge you guys to write on your connection card tonight, I need to get baptized. I need to get baptized. Because I need to tell the people in my life what I believe about Jesus. And then what we're going to do is at the end of every month, the last Tuesday of every month, we're going to do celebration services. All right? We'll call them... That's a lot of sounds, so um, maybe we won't call them celebration services, survey. Um, we'll call them celebrate. Um, but what we're going to do is we'll have, you know, we'll worship together. We'll have a message. We'll, we'll play games. We'll have a normal service. But before we go into small groups then, and it could be spontaneous or or you know, I'll schedule it with you guys. Just write on your connection cards. I want to be baptized. But at, at 745 or whenever we end our service time, we're going to all go out to the baptismal, the whole group. And your parents are going to be waiting out there. If you've chosen to get baptized, your parents and your family and friends are going to be there. And we're going to all gather around and celebrate the decision that you've made to follow Jesus every single month. Because guys, you need to stand and share what you believe. So we have a vision to see 100 
100 students, junior high students, be baptized this year. So the last thing that I want to tell you guys about. Did any of you notice this cheap pair of sunglasses up here while I was talking? Okay. So every single time that a junior high student makes a decision, a decision to follow Jesus, um, you're going to you're going to make that decision. You'll come up during the worship time. We'll have you guys write your name and date on these glasses. We have a bunch of them. And we're going to collect them. And I've got like this clear box that we're going to put them in all year long so that we can see how many students have been making decisions. But not only that, this is just kind of like a symbol, right? But not only that, we're going to this year, we're going to say, this is the phrase we're going to say. You can fill this in. We're going to catch the vision. And then we're going to share the vision. We're going to catch the vision. And then we're going to share the vision. See, we're going to catch the vision of having a relationship with Jesus. Right? We're going to catch it. Many of you have already caught it. You're like, yeah, I have a relationship with Jesus. And now you're going to share it. And there's two ways that we're going to share it. One is kind of your part. You're going to then tell people about it by getting baptized and telling your friends what you believe, sharing your my stories with them. Here's the other one. This is something I'm really excited about. So listen up. Every time a junior high student catches the vision of having a relationship with Jesus, we're going to share vision with someone in need of glasses. Every time one of you makes a decision to follow Jesus, the church will provide glasses for someone who needs them but can't afford them in another country. So as we collect these glasses from you guys and we fill up this box, you guys are this year, you're going to get to see how many people around the world, because of you guys, are getting vision. Do you guys, how many of you wear glasses? How hard would your life be if you didn't have glasses? If you just couldn't get them? Right? Many of you guys are like, I would not be able to see. There's people around the world that need glasses and can't afford them. So we're going to share vision with people that need it. Now these things, these things, these visions might seem big or scary, right? And honestly, without God, they, they are. In fact, there are moments where I'm like, oh, 80 decisions, 100 baptisms? What if it doesn't happen? And I have to remind myself that God said, no, no, that's my vision, AJ, not yours. And when God sees a vision, he's going to make it happen. In fact, the Bible teaches us about God's vision and how we put our faith in it. See, it's going to take faith on all. It's going to take work, but it's also going to take us putting our faith in God to accomplish these things. So check these two passages out real quick. First, First John 5, 14 and 15, right? We are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know that he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. I love that, that first sentence, for anything that pleases him. Don't you think it would please God to see people come to know him for the first time? So we're going to ask for that. And then Hebrews 11, 1. Remember I said this is going to take faith. 
faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we can't see. See, what we put our faith in, that's what we hope for. So if there's things that you hope for, if you want God to do them, you ask him for them, and then you have faith that he's going to accomplish them. Right? Guys, this is so much bigger than being like, God, give me an, give me an A on that test I didn't study for. Give me an Xbox. That's not how this works. We ask God to be glorified, and we're going to see it happen. Now, here's the deal. I said that we're going to, we have a vision to see 80 students come to know Jesus this year. And so in order for us to do that, we need to provide opportunities for that to happen. And so in just a minute, we're going to have a time where uh, we'll all pray together and, and maybe you need to respond in this moment. See, the, the reality is, guys, this is so important. This is so important. It's important for your friends to know about it. It's important for the people in your neighborhood to know about it. And maybe right now tonight, maybe right now tonight, maybe the band will come out. Maybe right now tonight, you're sitting there and you feel this tugging at your heart and your heart is pounding out of your chest and you're not quite sure what it means, but you think it means that, oh, I need to make that decision, but I'm scared. Maybe you've been on the fence for a long time. Maybe this is fairly new to you, but tonight you heard something that just clicked in your mind and you realized, I haven't done that yet. I need to do that. Man, this is new to me. I'm so glad I got to hear about it. Or maybe you're sitting there and you're like, I've, I've been coming to church my whole life. And I say I'm a Christian, but I just say I'm a Christian because I, I just go to church. I've never actually taken the step to say, God, I believe in you. Jesus, I believe that you died for me. Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. I believe the things that you said about yourself in your word. I believe that you died on a cross, that you were God in the form of a man that never sinned, did not deserve the penalty of death, did not deserve to die. But you came to earth with one thing, one plan, and that was to go to the cross because you loved me. And then three days later, you rose, conquering death, putting death in the grave that it belongs in, and saying, my children, if you'll just confess and believe that you know me, you will have life with me forever. So I'm going to pray. And as we pray, I'm going to have an opportunity for you guys to just, in your heart and in your mind, maybe even whisper under your breath, say, God, I, I, I need to be in relationship with you. And then if you've done that tonight for the first time, or even if you did it at winter camp, okay? If, even if you did it at winter camp, I want this to count for tonight too. 
because we're saying we have this vision for 2020 and winter camp happened in 2020. I'm going to ask you to stand after we pray. You're going to then, as we all worship together as a family, celebrating the new life in Christ. You're going to just come up, find a leader. There'll be a few leaders in the space up front. You're just going to fill out a card for us with your name. And then you're going to on those glasses, write your name and the date, and we'll collect those. And you get to go into small group tonight, a living child of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. God, we are believing are believing this vision that you have for this year. God, I am believing and I am putting my faith in the knowledge that you, God, have big plans for junior high students this year. God, would you be with us tonight? Would you, your spirit fill this room? we pray, God, so many of us just need to say, Jesus, I now understand that I'm a sinner. I've done wrong and that sin separated me from you. And because of that sin, I am meant for death. I am meant to be far from you for the rest of my life. But because you sent your son in the form of a man to earth to die for my sins. God, I'm putting my faith in you. I'm putting my life in your hands. I'm committing to a relationship with you and I'm saying, Jesus, I believe in you. God, be with us as we worship tonight for the next few minutes. God, I just pray that you're stirring in these students that maybe are feeling intimidated, that they would be strengthened by you and that they would be strengthened by their friends around them and that they shouldn't feel intimidated, but they should feel proud because their friends are going to celebrate right along with them. So God, be with us for the rest of this evening. I thank you for the new life that we have found tonight, God. Amen. If you made that decision for the first time tonight, would you stand and make your way to the front as we're going to worship together?